Dr. Jurassic Park. Welcome to that dinosaur Velociraptor show. Brilliant. I was waiting for your <laughs> intro this week. <laughs> With me, Dan. Me, Phil. And our mystery guest, oh, Sir Benjamin sure. Lockwood. Oh my God. <laughs> hi, hi there. I'm Hi, Ben. I'm Ryan Reynolds. Ben, what podcast are you from? Tell uh, us, Ben. A one that doesn't really <laughs> exist anymore. <laughs> Um, oh, I get a plug already. I'm, uh, I do a podcast. Plug your heart out. I do a great podcast with my friend Kurt. It's another film podcast called The Millenna Cast. And uh, I've come to join these two lovely uh, gentlemen in, in their film podcast. Hello you know, there. Yeah, yeah, so I'm very happy to be here. So we, we actually have a special guest this time. We do. Oh, it's we, exciting. we always have a special guest. Just this time, they're Who, staying for longer than usual. They're allowed to speak. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> Sir Benjamin Lockwood. No. I mean, you're clearly an old man <laughs> with a cane with amber encased yeah. in it. It'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Wait, was that actually the character's name? Yeah, that's why I said it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or, or <laughs> you just oh thought I was God. being generally I weird. You were just being weird, yeah. Phil, do you know what film we watched today? Do you want to just... I uh, I do know what film we watched, Ben. Oh, and uh... we didn't watch just one film, because this is a special episode. Since we've got a special guest, yeah, it's also a special episode where we did two films. Yeah. And they're both unnecessary sequels, despite what you two fuckers were saying before mm. we started. I mean, you make strong arguments. I'll, I'll give them that. I mean, yeah. how can the second one be necessary if the first one wasn't necessary in the first place? Well, this is one of life's great mysteries. Exactly. It's, mm. it's but... The... Uh, the loophole. It's a, it's a dodgy loophole. Well, yeah, the first one's a poop hole. Oh. And the second one's a loophole. So uh, this week we're talking about one of my most hated films of all time. Although, whoa, whoa, whoa. Although, Are we not doing socials? Uh, oh, yeah. Sorry. Okay. Well, we, we could each do one. Yeah. So He doesn't know what they oh, are, so though. Be- ben, you can do the first one. It's, it's facebook.com forward slash that damn film show. So it's facebook.com <laughs> forward slash Donald, Donald Trump. Uh, <laughs> oh, God. We don't want to promote him. <laughs> you can do it. You can do it. And twitter.com forward slash that damn film show. No. No, damn film show. <laughs> oh. And the Instagram is that damn film show with underscores under each, under, under each word, between each word. Mr. Underhill. Not one of us got it right. No. <laughs> That's fine. You're, I'm sure you'll find it. It's the alcohol that was used to... To numb the pain the of Jurassic World. Yeah. Which is, of course, our film this week. Yeah. And uh, also the second one, which was called Jurassic World Fallen, Fallen Kingdom. Kingdom. Yeah. Jimmy Fallon Kingdom. Oh, I know he's in the first one. I know, but it doesn't work. <laughs> it doesn't with the work first. With the first yeah, one. but he fell in the first one, so the second one's about like his Fallon kinder- Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it sounded like I said Phallic Kingdom. <laughs> <laughs> there were did. a lot of long necks. There was, and we made a lot of penis <laughs> jokes throughout, throughout both films. We did. I mean, that's not unusual. That is true. To be fair. But anyway, well, that's why you brought me here. Dress <laughs> <laughs> uh, the World. It is one of my most hated films, and I think after that, it still is. But I would say, <laughs> I would say it's moved slightly the positive way up the list. Really? Because 
it's so bad it's funny now whereas mm. the first time i saw it it was just so bad it was dumb mm. um my, i'd say my order now goes the star wars christmas special because i don't think that'll ever be beaten no. space jam 2 because i think that's very tough to beat and i think the matrix resurrections because that was shit have you seen any three of those films you don't want to um only snippets of star wars i i i listened to you talking about it so that was enough for me to, um, <laughs> so, you're allowed to you know watch it yourself and form your own opinion. no that's all right i just listened to this, your spoilery bit oh you should definitely that. watch it ben mm. it's, it's a delight of oh, the man. reverse kind <laughs> um uh yeah so matrix reservations i think is probably worse than jurassic world because at least jurassic world you can watch it and be like god damn this is stupid Mm. but at least you can kind of laugh at how stupid it is whereas the matrix resurrection is just dumb well the thing with jurassic world is that it's stupid as fuck don't get me wrong but it's not pretentious where it's trying to be clever yeah the second one it's a a dumb action it knows what it is yeah exactly exactly there's no there's the matrix resurrections it's trying to be highbrow but it just isn't doesn't do it yeah um, and we are also, of course, talking about Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom, which I wouldn't put in my worst list at all. It don't, I'm not saying it's good, mm. but it was significantly better than the first. And it kind of felt like I was watching a B-horror movie. Not necessarily a horror movie, but a B-movie with cheesy plot, cheesy storyline, kind of bad acting. And it was just kind of funny. Mm. So I, I would say the second one is better than the first. Oh, definitely. Not that what either do, film think, is good. No, I, I actually kind of enjoyed the second one. Like yeah uh, it, the, get out like just without, i enjoyed it yeah it was fine it, the, it was fine this one the tone yeah. in the second one's a lot better because i don't think the first one knew what exactly no. tone to have like it was agreed it, it has this family story and then there's, oh, there's the lots of divorcing parents that never gets clear yeah up. and then there's like and then there's lots of gore in it and then yeah. in the second one there's at least significantly less gore mm. but mm-hmm. it's funnier so i feel like the tone they sort of established it better that time whereas the first it's just like what the what were they doing yeah <laughs> yeah I, I would say i'd say overall the second one knew that it had a cheat that like the original Jurassic park is quite a the tone of it is pretty much the same throughout it's yeah. a little bit of fear a little bit of comedy but it's ultimately kind of that same tone throughout whereas the Jurassic world films the first one was trying to be serious then it was trying to be gory then it was trying to be cheesy and it yeah. just mm-hmm. kept fucking up yeah whereas the second one just went we're just gonna stick with cheesy and try and throw in some meta humor and it, it pulled it off a bit better um, oh, and they used a lot more animatronics in this one which oh, yeah. i appreciate so it did a much better job than the first still wouldn't say that either film is necessary no but it's definitely better than first Jurassic world i think this the second one is like percentage wise it's got more that's done well hmm. but there's still stuff I felt felt like that film could have been shorter, yeah, and, and, could have been. and cut out the uh, additional storylines, which we'll talk about. Mm. Yeah, and just kind of yeah. kind of tightened its focus on maybe just the them trying to free the dinosaurs. I won't say any more, yeah. obviously, but, but there's uh, def- definitely some plot points in that film which could have just, just not been there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but totally. Speaking of plot points, we should jump onto synopsisation. And since we have two films this week and we have a special guest, I'm going to do the first one and Ben can do the second one. It's going to be terrible on my behalf. <laughs> but yeah. So, Jurassic World 1. <sighs> I fucking hate this film. Uh, it's, it's set, what, 20 years? I love how you don't even care. You're like, <laughs> it's set at some point. It's meant to be like 30 years after the first film took it's, place. It's set 
a, a certain amount of time. Yeah. There, are, there are human beings in it. He's doing, he's doing a right job, actually. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's set something like 20 or 30 years after the first one. They've actually fully opened the park, and it's basically like Disney World. For some reason, even though they still have, what was it, 20,000 people per day arriving? Yeah. Apparently people are bored of dinosaurs, which they never show in the film. Because, <laughs> you know, there's a bit where they go, oh my god, the T-Rex is eating oh, a goat. Hold on. And everyone goes, fuck, hang on, I'm not done, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, but didn't, didn't you remember the scene where there was, there was a big dinosaur and there was a kid going... <laughs> oh, dinosaurs. so apparently people are bored of dinosaurs which they never show in the film they just say people are bored of dinosaurs so they decide they're gonna make the what's it called again the um dominus the uh oh, no that's the second one the no that's the endo endo and that's the endo raptor so it's, it's the, the, something like the Indominus rex and dominus rex androgynous rex so they make a new dinosaur that looks like every other fucking dinosaur Oh, oh, I see. Oh, I'm a dinosaur, is that oh, right? Generalizing dinosaurs, are we fair? Anyway, they make this dinosaur, and then they're surprised by its different abilities, despite the fact they knew exactly what they put in the fucking dinosaur, which is really dumb. And uh, then, of course, it breaks out, and then basically you've got exactly what you expect from a Jurassic World film where a dinosaur escapes. It's basically the end of Lost World, but on a film-level scale. Can you tell... Uh... Phil doesn't like this film. Do you think? Do you think I didn't like it, Dan? Do you think I didn't fucking like it? No. It's not like I've known Phil for a very long time and I've known his feelings about this film for a very long time. (laughs) I still remember the day I saw in cinema. I'll never forget. You poor... I didn't see it. Yeah, I luckily avoided that. I walked out of cinema and I wasn't the only person who hated it because when I walked out, I I went, man, that was fucking stupid. And someone someone else talking to their partner just went, that was really stupid. (laughs) like... Thank you. I had the same thing at Rise of, Rise of Skywalker as well. Yeah. yeah. I mean, at least with Rise of Skywalker, it kind of fooled me into thinking that it was an okay film <laughs> while I was watching it. <laughs> and then when I left, I was like, oh, actually, that was pretty dumb. Jurassic World, the entire way through it, I was like, this is fucking stupid. Okay. None of it makes sense. <laughs> okay, I've got a challenge. Uh-huh. And mm-hmm. I want you two to try your best. But out, all three of us need to come up with one thing that's good about Jurassic World. Oh, God. Um, one thing each. Okay, I've, I've got one thing. I've got okay, one. you go first then. Uh, I liked the plot line of Chris Pratt's character training dinosaurs. That's a okay. cool idea that goes fucking nowhere, but it's still a cool idea. So it's a better concept than the execution. Yeah, I, yeah, I can see that. Uh, ben? I mean, I, despite not liking the new dinosaur, I do like the... I don't like the genetically modified dinosaur they made, but I did like the other dinosaurs that they weren't in previous films, like the... Uh, was it the mosasaur or whatever the the one in the water like the one oh yeah, yeah. Around. that was cool that was um, the whaleosaurus yeah the whaleosaurus <laughs> yeah the moby dick of dinosaurs <laughs> <laughs> white whale but no I just, yeah i just like to see more dinosaurs because dinosaurs are cool so yeah. yeah yeah i quite like the visual look of the the th- well it's a tech like you say it's a theme park that's mm. good i think i think i would say I noticed that the cinematography was actually better it was all right. on that watch. And I don't know if the original copy I watched wasn't mixed well. Not well, I mean, the copy audio levels were out. Mm. But the, the first time I saw the bit where the new <clears throat> dinosaur breaks out, mm. the sound was crap. Like it didn't oh, have... Oh, on like T- DVD or something. Or maybe... Was it, was it DVD? Cause... I think it was DVD. So this is actually a, a strange thing about late... L- Phil Factoid! Exactly. 
so there was a period where Blu-rays just started coming out and DVDs were kind of on the out. Um, Inception is one of the clear things that has this issue. That DVDs, because they were a smaller storage size, couldn't have as high quality sound. Okay. So if you watch the DVD version of Jurassic World, what we watched was probably like the Blu-ray version. It was it was a Blu-ray yeah, copy. Like HD version. Um, the sound quality is nowhere near as well mixed, and if you go back and watch DVD versions of films, you will quickly notice that the audio is nowhere near as good. Well, that's exactly yeah. what happened because yeah. that initial scene where he, you know, he slides under the truck oh, yeah. and he's waiting the sound just had no impact yeah mm. and like it and the thing is if the sound's off it happens in godzilla king of monsters the second new godzilla film oh yeah when the mixing's off the the tension impact just goes yeah there's uh, a yeah. sound when it when it comes to big monsters and massive things like that mm. sound is very important that's something that they get very right in the ant-man films is when they're tiny their sounds have no base <laughs> yeah, they're massive yeah, they're proper yeah. boom but watching at that time, that scene was actually, Fair. although there was stupid, the whole reason it happens is stupid. Oh, and yeah. the, the build up to yeah. it isn't great. But when the actual action happens, it was a, it was better than Good I point. previously yeah. thought. That's probably it, I think, yeah. for the three good things. Yeah. <laughs> a, a good stretch as well. I think we did well, well, yeah, well, yeah. well with finding, yeah. to, you know, picking the... You know, picking the best bit. It's like we're all Jeff Goldblum just looking at a big pile of shit. <laughs> Indeed. So what we'll do is, if we get Ben to synopsize the second one, then we'll return to the first one, talk a bit more about that, do a bit of acting on both, and then we'll go into our usual bit of spoilers. But yeah, what, whatever you want. It's my fucking equipment. No. <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Actually, no, you partially paid for that microphone. I so did. This is when, like, this is when uh, uh, me and uh, Dashby's uh, so- uh, sound just like cuts out and Phil edits us out <laughs> and he's just talking to himself for an hour or you two kill me and it comes to that Dan Ben show oh doesn't really work to be fair I did Bill? come up I did that come <laughs> up I did come up with a subtitle for if I ever was a guest which would oh, be yeah. oh, ben, ben there Dan that seen the film of it oh that's really good that's really good we're gonna have to make a new logo for this episode well just for this episode just this well, yeah, well I guess you have the powers I do have it. the powers of Photoshop <laughs> um Jurassic anyway, World yeah, 2, Fallen Kingdom. Fallen Kingdom. Um, see, I was actually paying attention to it as well. I thought I, I, the first film I was falling asleep. Ben, well, ben is, was, if nothing but professional. I was very tired, the first one. Um, uh, Jurassic World 2. So the opening is literally like 10 times better than the one, the first film, because yeah. there's dinosaurs in it. There's actually fucking it, things happening. For the first time, mm. like, you know, the, in the first one, it's like, 30 minutes then dinosaurs so we're opening to uh, uh, a crew basically trying to salvage the um, well is it if, wait hold on is it's, this spoilery if I say yeah. oh, we're going okay. to details we, it, there is going to be some spoilers in the second yeah. you could just say a dinosaur yeah well so oh, they're, yeah, yeah. they're trying to salvage the remains of a dinosaur from, oh, well, we, the, yeah, oh, yeah, that's uh, from Jurassic World 1 and uh, basically we sort of get this sort of insight of the the aftermath of the first film, so basically all the dinosaurs are roaming around. There's a big volcano on the island that's about to erupt any second, and uh, and basically Claire and and, and uh, Owen are kind of trying to like you know get these dinosaurs off, and no one's really helping. U.S. government are like, fuck your dinosaurs, mate. <laughs> Nothing to do with us, USA, because they're like, you know, they're di- they're massive dinosaur racists. Come yeah, on. definitely. The so, dinosaurs themselves. <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> so they 
um, enlist the help of some rich dude who's like, yeah, I'll help you save the dinosaurs. Which is one of the Andes from Hot Fuzz. One of the Andes from Hot Fuzz, yeah, Benjamin Button or whatever his name is. Wouldn't that be Mill. Benjamin Mill. Oh, yeah, because we saw it was Milf. Milf. Yeah, <laughs> Benjamin Mill. Mr. Milfs? No, that's my second name. Um, so they, they, so they, so they go back to the island. It's you know, it's like Ireland. Well, they go back to Ireland, Sorry. and uh, they they want to rescue the dinosaurs, and and then big volcano goes and kills them. <laughs> and it's literally the saddest thing I've ever yeah, seen in a film. I, I was like just internally dying. Um, so take dinosaurs back to mainland. Basically, bad guy. Well, the rich man, bad guy, um, want to do bad things with dinosaurs, uh, and then and then some shit happens yeah the rest is spoilers isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. yeah that was a, a beautiful song that was good that was good I liked it yeah basically just a bit, little bit better <laughs> <laughs> it was a step above the first one yeah but definitely not few, many steps it was entertaining at yeah, least, it, like, was yeah entertaining. it was entertaining like I said it was like watching a B, a B movie yeah you know, like you get entertainment out of it because it's stupid yeah I think it was the stuff it did it did really well mm. Like there were some really good bits and sequences, characters and plots, and then other stuff was stupid. Stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it didn't really have any necessary, you know, th- it just didn't really push the plot forward. There were some things where mm. it's just like, okay, I guess that happened. Yeah. <laughs> Moving onwards, like it's weird because it's it's almost like they they improved the character side of it because the character side of Jurassic World is atrocious. Mm. Yeah, yeah, and yeah, it's, it's much better in Fallen Kingdom. All those aspects are improved. The general direction, all that sort of stuff. The writing, yeah. but the dinosaurs' trajectory. Well, I found the thing of them trying to escape interesting, but once it became about them manipulating the DNA of dinosaurs again, it was like yeah. this is just the same as any other Jurassic yeah. film. It gets very dumb towards the end. Put it this way: it's not a classic. <laughs> Was, oh, was that a Jurassic? Christ, that one took a while. Uh, <laughs> well, welcome to that Ben film show. <laughs> what was it? That Ben, ben there, ben there done that, seen the film of it. Yeah. Yay. yeah. That's really good. That's good. It's been sitting on that one for like six months. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like when are these motherfuckers going to put me on their podcast so I can give them that gold, so, <laughs> golden nugget. So let, let's focus on the first one and then we'll go into... The second one, and then we'll go into the acting for both. Mm-hmm. As well. So the first one, it's fucking shit. <laughs> <laughs> I think we all agree on that. Yeah, it's just meh. <laughs> it, like, like I said, it, it was more entertaining watching it this time. I, mean, I watched it in cinema. When did it come out? 2015? Yeah. yeah. Watched yeah. it in cinema. Then maybe four years ago was going to, maybe a little bit less, was going to try and watch it on Netflix. I couldn't even get past the credits. <laughs> Hmm. I was like, no, this is so bad, and they stopped watching. This time, because we had to for the podcast, I was like, all right, I'm going to just have a few drinks and it'll be better. Um, <laughs> this time, because... So, so the trailers of the first one for me advertised it in a way that it was kind of doing what the first one did, which was make dinosaurs a bit more majestic, make it more about the dinosaurs, rather than just, om nom nom, dinosaur eat people, which is what the film <laughs> turned out to be. Because I knew what it was going in this time, I was able to accept it a bit better and just go, this is a shit B-movie that... It's kind of like watching uh, that tire movie, Rubber. Oh, <laughs> God. It's kind of like, you know it's R- going to be Rubber shit. Rubber the killer tire. Yeah. Yeah. That is insane, that film. Yeah. It, it, 
you know it's going to be shit and you know it's going to be not what you want it to be so you going in the second time you can kind of accept that but god it's got so many dumb plot lines like mm-hmm. what were they thinking what's with the fucking owner of the park that's like i'm gonna fly a helicopter during an emergency situation yeah. rather than using a fucking highly trained pilot Oh, someone else talk. <laughs> There's definitely more. <laughs> He's broken. There's definitely more that doesn't make sense in terms of characters' decisions and reasoning mm. as opposed to Fallen Kingdom. I think there are a few moments where you're thinking, why would you do that? But there's significantly less. Yeah. Like they do actually try to think logically and rationally, and the characters seem a bit more adept. Yeah. Um, whereas the first one, like you say, there's just so many moments where you literally go, "Why? Yeah, why? It makes no why? Sense. Why have you written it that way? <laughs> why are those characters doing that? Why?" <laughs> I find with Bryce, <laughs> Bryce Dallas <laughs> Howard's character Claire, like completely unlikable for me for the whole oh, film. Yeah. Even towards the end, it seems like they're trying to give her this like cool moment in the end of the film and, and, and try and redeem her but like I'm still like you're still a horrible person like <laughs> yeah. her character is just horrible to me and I'm just like you know uh, I know we're talking about the first film but in the second film they at least redeem her a bit more but like mm-hmm. oh my god like yeah just like bad, badly written character just you know I, I don't think she did a bad job acting per no. se but it's just not well written character I mean, before we do go into acting fully, I mean, I I feel like the actors, Chris Pratt was was fine, Bryce Dallas Howard was fine, um, <laughs> Vincent D'Onofrio was was fine as well, but the kids, oh my fucking god, the kids were so annoying. So I could not stand a single scene they were in. No. <laughs> and their plot line of their parents apparently getting divorced, but you don't really know if they're getting divorced, and it's really sad because the little kid's sad about it. Yeah. But you know, he doesn't want mummy and daddy to break up. But the middle brother's a bit of a perv and keeps staring at women was, the whole way through the film. I was film. about to say, he doesn't really give a shit. He's just like, yeah, oh. yeah, sh- shut up, uh, little Jimmy. I'm, I'm just staring at this girl. Yeah. Like, with a very creepy sort of... It's so creepy. Ominous stare. He, he's meant to be, what, 14? 15, yeah, he must maybe? Yeah, he must be mid-teens. And maybe even 16. His entire plot line of the film is... Look at pretty girl. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> and like at the beginning of the film when he's like talking to his girlfriend and she goes, uh, she says she loves him. And what does he say? Oh, I can't remember. Thank you. I he's think. Very, no, he doesn't say thank it's you. It's very offhand. He's very I think off- he says see you, see you soon. Yeah, oh, yeah. It's just, he's very backhand. But they like, yeah. they have all of these like character moments with them when they're at home. And none of them ever go anywhere. Like mm. you could have cut that scene out for the beginning, and it would have made no difference yeah. to the film. The problem is, it's poor writing because it's. I, I mean, Colin Tra- Trevorrow. I can't never Colin say. Colin Trevorrow. I think Trevorrow. Trevorrow. He's not a good writer. He's not. Um, <laughs> nope. The second one is better, better written. So maybe yeah. the person he writes with is better because the first one is written by like five people, Oof, and that can idea. sometimes be good, mm. but it can also be messy and. I think that's what this feels like. It feels like too many different voices. And <clears throat> if you're going to go, f- the human scenes need to have weight. Yeah. Um, both in the dialogue <laughs> and the acting. Mm. And none of them did. They're really throwaway. And there was a lot of moments where characters would just burst into tears. Yeah. But that's not how people process emotion. No. It oh. builds over time. Yeah. But they were just, <laughs> but there was even a scene where, uh, 
Karen, who's Judy Greer, who's the mum of the kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's, like, started crying before she's even oh, yeah. been told something. It's like, what are you reacting yeah, to? Yeah, it's... It's a director like, with a whip. It's a weird... <laughs> it's it's a, she has a weird outburst, and it's, like, really yeah. out of place, and it's, like, kind of uncomfortable to watch, and it's, it's just, like... It, it just feels like they, they, they're trying to put this, like, sort of family sort of like this you know this divorce story and this like oh this mm. family that are like you know they, they used to be super close but now they're not so much so much anymore and now it's and, and they're just trying to like shoehorn this like really stupid story into side Human story, into story into it. yeah yeah and it just doesn't work because like you said there's like no impact behind what they're saying there's nothing memorable there's no it's just like mm. You know, just it's just fluff, really. Like it's just <laughs> like you know. Just, I mean, if you take like the human side of the, of the first Jurassic Park film, so two archaeologists they need money to continue their research. John Hammond comes in, boom, let's go to the island. They never, <laughs> they film never, synopsis exactly. They never mention <laughs> their budget or their their work again, not once. Whereas this, it's oh look, it's a family that's going to Jurassic World. Oh. The, the the son has a girlfriend who loves him, but he's not going to say it because he's a prick. It's like eyeing up other women. And the parents are getting divorced, but we never really made that obvious. And the little boy is scared about it. And then if they didn't return to that, even, okay, why did you bother telling us that? But at least it wouldn't have been a thing that was just coming up every now and then. Mm. Whereas in this, it keeps coming back up, but never, ever goes anywhere. Yeah. It just happens. And it's like the end. And you said like it's written by, what, five people? I think so. This is the problem that I find happens. The more writers you have, the more that want to tell a different story, and mm. they all end up putting all their stories into it, and none of them get finished. Yeah, you yeah, know, it's I, a big I, bubbling pot of filth. Yeah, I think the perfect amount of writers is two, because you have one person. You well, you basically have either one person writing it fully and the other person kind of editing it. Yeah. Or you have two people that have an idea bouncing. and they work together. Yeah, yeah. bouncing off bouncing of each other. Of each other right? yeah. If you have five people, they're going to go, I don't like your idea, but yeah. I want to do my idea. And then it would just end up a mess. Yeah. Well, there were two people for the second one, so maybe that's why that's it's strong. Yeah. It's a bit stronger, yeah. yeah. And one of them was Colin Trevor. <clears throat> but the, the, the other guy wasn't Trevor. He didn't... He didn't <laughs> He didn't credit himself as writing the script twice, so there was someone helping him. Probably, you know, going, Trev, uh, Trev. <laughs> I think his name's <laughs> Trevor. Colin, all right, Trev. Colin, mate, maybe you know, make like try and make a bit of a better film this time. Yeah. So yeah, I mean, you meant to be doing Rise of Skywalker. Oh wait, oh yeah, never didn't get to make that, did you? Oh god, yeah. So we had JJ Abrams who did a great job as we were. Oh, he saved it. Clearly. Who was the emperor? Who was Ray's? grandfather again <laughs> anyway the, the other thing as well is i feel like every copy of the film they release they should have a man with big pieces of cardboard saying laugh here cry here yeah. because that's what it's doing it's saying you need to cry now you need to like these characters it's trying to force you to without actually just make it yeah. having you having a natural reaction yeah yeah that's what it feels like colin trevor was trying to tell his actors on the set was just like yeah just like cry a bit now like you know say this really stupid like it doesn't feel like there's any act cool yeah it's just the the direction is really poor like and then you can tell through the acting that it's it's not you know it could have been better which obviously was evident in the second film why it was a lot better indeed Um, but uh so we'll do cinematography and sound and everything on the first before we move on to the second as well. So. Whatever you want, baby. Yeah, yeah. 
Um, I, what are we doing spoilers? We'll do spoilers at the end as well. Yeah, yeah, keep spoilers it spoiler-free because, you know, there might be someone out there Ooh. who's got a hole in his life. It hasn't seen Jurassic World yet. <laughs> You're in for it. And it's about, the hole's about to get bigger till it's a black hole <laughs> that will suck them in and destroy them. Uh, I'm going to go slightly out of order from what we normally do, and I'm going to talk about music first. Ooh. Music's just kind of dumb in this because, like, it, it, in the opening, right? We all commented on this. Yeah. They have the really epic Jurassic Park theme playing, and all they're doing is like walking around, going up an escalator, going up an escalator, watching it, golf on TV. Like, what the fuck <laughs> is that song for? It, it, like, they, they, they take the monorail and through the main monorail. gates, and it monorail, <laughs> monorail. <laughs> well, well, it, monorail. Is there a chance the tracks could bend? <laughs> <laughs> but. Like, it, it kicks in when they're, like, entering the new gates to Jurassic World. And it's like, oh, this is cool. But then, yeah, it, like, cuts to the scene. You know, the kids going up the an, an escalator. They're, like, in a, a modern museum with, like, all these, like, CGI dinosaurs. And it's like, well, well this, this, this doesn't... Epic. It doesn't cut so, what, like, well, like, in the first film, it doesn't really resonate with me. Mm. Like, I can see they're trying to... Like, and then, and then he does... He opens up the, the, the sort of doors to his balcony. And you see this, like, big sprawling shot of the park it's like okay like at the crescendo of the song and it's like okay yeah that's cool but there's still no dinosaurs at the same time like again take take the original Jurassic park film and how that song is used it's Mm. they come up in the jeep um i can't remember dr grant yeah Mm. dr grant is like talking to ellie and then uh he turns his head and sees the Bronchiosaurus, the one with the giant the neck. Brontosaurus. Brontosaurus are deplodded. Yeah. and that's well, where the music first kicks in, and it yeah. kind of the crescendo comes in when you see the dinosaur for the first time. It's yeah. a really big moment. Mm. Whereas this, oh, he opened the balcony door. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> you yeah. can't use that in the same fucking scene. Ah, oh, stupid. No, but yeah, I, I, I think that at the beginning the music was really obviously bad. I mean, the, the music itself is good, but it doesn't fit the scene at all. And I don't yeah. think it ever fit throughout the entire film. I can't think of a single moment where I think the music blended well. I can't think of a single moment where it stood out in the right way. Mm. I think <clears> the <throat> only times where the score worked well uh, was so kind of there was a bit where the military guys went to take down the the new dinosaur. Yes, yeah, that bit. That, that was scene quite was good. There, right. there was a couple of bits when they were out. It was usually when they were out in the woods because there's multiple scenes. Oh, yeah. I felt the music worked well there. But you're right, at other points it just it just felt slightly off. Yeah. Or it didn't feel like it was really <coughs> involved that much with what was going on. It feels almost like a film and I, I think Tim Burton is uh, a little bit um guilty of this. It feels like they make the scene and then go to the musician, Hey, can you just make some music and chuck uh, it on this? And they have no idea what they're actually making music to. Yeah. But with this it kind of feels like they went and filmed the film and went, Oh shit, we need music, <laughs> right. <laughs> Uh, just just grab that track and whack it in. Yeah, yeah. that'd be fine. It, feel, it feels like there's no effort put it, into it. It mostly all. is forgettable, really. Besides, yeah. obviously the the sort of you know them doing the main theme and obviously some of the like more tense scenes or more more of the action scenes. But yeah, other than that, forgettable. Yeah. Hmm. And uh, I suppose cinematography. Oh yeah. It was right. That is one better thing... than I remembered. Yeah, I mean, like the the actual shots are, are pretty good. There's some quite nice shots of like. Um, I can't remember his actual name, so I'm going to call him the Whalesaurus, the one that bursts out of the water. <laughs> when he, when it bursts out of the water and grabs the shark when it's being fed, that's quite a nice shot. 
and there's a bunch of other shots that throughout the film that get the dinosaurs quite right and the, mm. one of the few of the ending shots with the t-rex on top of the building and everything that's quite cool yeah it's fairly good lighting <coughs> throughout lighting's pretty good mm. um cgi though is really poor i mean i kind of count cgi within cinematography because it's it's what you physically see okay right um, yeah. but yeah the cgi was very cgi um there are so many bits where you look at it and go they're so fucking shiny and the the first Jurassic world the reason the cgi even now is still not that badly noticeable is in a couple of shots you know Jurassic, uh sorry sorry the original Jurassic part not Jurassic world is because most of the cgi shots are at night the daytime ones are generally quite quick moving so you don't see them as much which mm. is why he did it why spiller chose to make it quicker whereas this they have like close-ups of cgi dinosaurs and they have them in, i mean there's never there is a couple of night scenes but not until much later in the film and it just stands out like a sore thumb i, th- I feel like the raptors were pretty well done especially yeah. in the in the pen enclosure they're pretty well done yeah there. but the rest of the film i think cgi's crap in my opinion yeah no i agree <laughs> I've, I've felt that since the first time i remember the first time i watched it <coughs> and even then thinking doesn't look as good i saw the original Jurassic Park at the cinema for the first time a couple of years ago or last year. And even then, when obviously some of it looks dated, I still think mm. because it's, you know, few and far between, still stands out better. Yeah. yeah. I think the CGI of the <coughs> newest dinosaur in the first film, in Jurassic World 1, was pretty poor. Mm. It wasn't that great, to be honest. So, yeah. Um, but no, I think there are some really nice sort of like sprawling shots though, like mm. you know when they're in the weird like orb, <laughs> the orb, <laughs> like the ball, the gyrosphere. Or yeah, something with like? Jimmy Fallon, the Fallon, Jimmy Sphere, the Fallon Sphere, the Fallon Sphere, and um, you know you've seen all the dinosaurs they're roaming amongst the dinosaurs. That's like cool. Mm. Like that's the kind of stuff you'd expect from a Jurassic Park film. You know, like you know wide shots of like lots of dinosaurs because that's what you want to see. Yeah. So they had that stuff down. That was cool. Um. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it had good lighting as well. Yeah, the mm. the lighting is pretty reasonable, but I think the problem is because the lighting is good, it also shows up how bad the CGI is because the CGI, the lighting on the CGI isn't very good, and yeah. that's always what makes CGI stand out is when your lighting is poor. Mm. Um, now another thing that makes the CGI even worse is unlike the original Jurassic Park films, it isn't blending between animatronics and CGI. They have like I think two or three shots of, of animatronics. Um, and they're pretty much I, I actually realized this earlier was they're all heads yeah. so you have the the the, the mr long legged mr long neck Bront- brontosaurus <laughs> long le- <laughs> the penisaur penisaurus penisaurus, <laughs> penisaurus. Uh, the close-up of his head is animatronic but the cgi <laughs> layered on top hmm. and the close-up of the raptors when they're in their enclosure they're in their like locked in positions to go running oh the head that restrained. was animatronic that looks good that yeah, looked that pretty look good. good yeah although why are the raptors blue now um isn't like... it just blue who's blue yeah, I think it was just blue. That's blue. Okay, like, that's blue's fine. got like little sort of blue scales. Oh like... yeah, one of them was called Charlotte, wasn't she? I'm pretty sure she gets hit by a rocket launcher. Yeah, and, and also oh, they yeah, were that was brutal. Yeah, and Charlotte was a spider as well. Jimmy <laughs> <laughs> um, was a race car driver. I don't know what that popped up. <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll go into <laughs> oh, the second me. one with it as well, yeah. but it, it is another reason why it stands out as looking. Th- this film already looks out of date, despite yes. the fact it's not that old. Whereas Jurassic mm. Park. Some of it looks out of date, but a lot of it still looks great. 
Yeah. Also, in terms of it being a modern film, I feel it's not very kind of socially relevant or uh, it still feels old fashioned. The characters mm. feel very, they feel like it, their characters. In fact, <clears throat> the first Jurassic Park film is quite good in terms of Alan Grant and uh, is it Ian Malcolm? It is yeah. Ian Malcolm. Yeah. They're quite unconventional heroes. They're not big, tough guys. Mm. Uh, they're, well, they're both scientists. They're quite nerdy. Both and, nerds. They're both nerds. Uh, Ellie, what's her second name? I can't remember. Uh, Laura Dern. Laura Dern is Ellie. She's a tough cookie. She's quite a well-written female protagonist. Mm. Even the kids toughen up. Um, it's all quite, considering it's made in the 90s, they're quite interesting and mm. quite modern characters. Owen Grady and Claire in this just feel like they're from an eighties film. Yeah. Yeah. Just in terms it, of their 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 romance their dynamic. And, yeah, their dynamic yeah. and their character traits are just so generic and dull. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah, it's, it's really it's it was a struggle watching some of this the sort of dialogue between those two <laughs> yeah. because it was just like this passive aggressive like will they won't they kind of like, you know, like sort of they're like ribbing each other, but it's like, oh, just no, oh, shut up and kiss already. But don't, <laughs> don't actually, because I'm gonna throw out. Well, I think that's it for the first one. I can think of. Um, we'll go into spoilers in in a later section, but ultimately, just it's a film that's so messy and so unbelievably stupidly written that I just. I found it funny this time. I'll give it that. I was at least chuckling because it was so stupid. But that could have been because we hadn't. Well, there was a bit of an audience in us, us four watching it. Yeah. Um, and I had a few drinks. That makes it a bit more fun. <laughs> but it's just not a film that I, I, I think getting a genuine enjoyment out of the film itself, it's not going to happen. It's such a dumb film. It, it, not dumb in an interesting way. Just, just dumb. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think you'd have. I think it'd be good to watch it at least with one other person. If you want, yeah. I think I watched it for the first time by myself, and I was like, "Oh yeah, okay." Yeah. But watching it this time around was um, a lot better. It's a lot more fun. Yeah. So mostly because yeah. we were just making jokes every five minutes. Oh. We were making better jokes than the, than the film, film itself, <laughs> and that's the problem because it would have been fine if the film had been played absolutely straight. So like Owen Grady's character is probably the straightest character in it in terms of mm. he doesn't really crack jokes. He's the serious action man. Yeah. And then there's other characters like... Um, he ran like an action man. You he did run like an action man. But there are other characters such as Lowry, played by Jake Johnson. Now, he is actually quite a funny actor. Mm. But he's not funny in this because whoever's writing it doesn't know how to write good comedy. No. So every time you're like, oh, we're supposed to laugh here, you don't. Yeah. Because it falls short. <clears throat> oh, right. Yeah. And... <laughs> If they'd have gone for, they wanted to have action elements, horror elements, comedy, that's fine. But then you've actually got to consistently do that. And one thing in Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom's favour is that it does do mm. the genres it's doing well. It's yeah. much funnier. It has some really good horror yeah. moments. And the action's pretty good as well. I'd say the action's good in Jurassic <laughs> World in places, but that's about it. Well, um, with with the first one as well. Before we do it on the second one, is it's 
if for anyone who's seen the South Park episodes, they'll know what I'm on about here. But it's very member berry and not in a subtle way. It keeps going like, it, look, it's Jurassic Park. I'm wearing the T-shirt from Jurassic Park, the first one. Do you remember the first one? And then they keep saying lines from the first one, like, oh, they spared no expense. Ha <laughs> ha, mm. that's what John Hammond said. <laughs> and then they go to the old part, which, don't get me wrong, is probably one of the better scenes of the film. But it's an unne- it's kind of an unnecessary scene because all it is is to go, oh, look, it's the stuff from the first film. And it's the goggles that wouldn't work. The goggles. The goggles do nothing. <laughs> it's the goggles that definitely wouldn't work because it's been 30 fucking years. And then they get the car and it's all very much like, hey, remember the first yeah. one. Whereas the second one does it by homaging scenes, which we'll go into in a minute. Yeah. but. It doesn't throw it in your face and go, remember the first one. Mm. It just does things that homage the first one. Whereas Jurassic World 1 is just all, remember the first one? Do you remember it? Did you see it? It it came out 30 years ago. Do you remember? Yeah. Do you remember it, Ben? uh, (laughs) Sorry, what what film is this? Do you remember Jurassic Park? It was was legendary film. Everyone loved (laughs) Um, it. You should go watch it because it's better than this one. (laughs) I mean, I'll echo, yeah, the the tone of the film and like, you know, the, the... sort of blend of genre genres they were trying to go for didn't work no. and yeah it just felt like they were trying to shoehorn nostalgia in it but like really in your face mm. and i i was thinking to myself watching it like who is this film actually for because they got that this like weird like family dynamic bit in it which doesn't really work they got all this like really gory stuff like <laughs> some guy get like they're in the jungle and there's a bunch of like you know people trying to track down this dinosaur and you know I mean, this is kind of spoilery, but I mean, you know, people die really horrendously, and there was points where I was just going like, "Oh, like all of us were just like, yeah, yeah, shit, like, like, wow, this like, is twelve, st- like blood splatter all over, and like people yeah. getting disembodied, like bodied, and it's like, oh, okay, but D- don't worry, Ben, it, it wasn't blood. They'd all just recently eaten jam donuts. Oh, nice, <laughs> tasty. <laughs> That's how they get around it. But yeah, it just like it, it, yeah, the the sort of references and the them trying to play on nostalgia wasn't subtle whatsoever it yeah. was them they're going like do you do you remember jurassic park everyone remember that remember this fit? like it was just that like yeah it was kind of messy yeah also the the one thing in its favor which is technically what? stupid <laughs> hear me out <laughs> i don't it's probably not deliberate but it's <laughs> i interpret it this way all the people who've come to the amusement park at first i was like why would anyone do that? That's fucking stupid. Then I thought people are stupid, yeah. especially oh, yeah. people that go to amusement parks. Oh well, yeah, well, like you know places like this. They are idiots. Mm. So that works, but the security staff, oh, the God. programmers, they're all so dumb. They're all dumb. Like guards, they <laughs> idiots. In the in the in the first film. You have caught the intelligent hunter who makes a mistake and gets killed yeah, by the raptor. All the people are intelligent that work there. In fact, the reason it goes wrong is because Newman, <laughs> he causes problems. Mm. So it's, you know, people are trying to sabotage the park, which is a better way of doing it. Yeah. yeah. As opposed to a bumbling engineer who was who, eating cookies instead of checking that the dinosaur yeah. the highly dangerous dinosaur had escaped or not yeah i mean the you have the blood-sucking lawyer in the first film it makes sense that he would when he comes he into a situation on the toilet anyway so exactly. <laughs> it serves one of the best scenes in exactly. film history so oh yeah also i can't believe how much the younger kid cries in this film oh so annoying. every five <laughs> minutes fucking i can't even remember the kids names but i hated them both 
the 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 great thing i know i keep comparing this to the first but you can't help but doing it mm. but the great thing about the original jurassic park is the kids are a bit stupid and useless at the start that's not being harsh they're shining a torch around yeah. and they're they're not acting very sensibly they're, they're being kids but once they team up with alan grant and they're forced to be navigate through the park they start wising up a bit yeah. like the kitchen scene where she uses the fake out reflection yeah. mm. they get quite clever these kids are consistently thick as fuck mm. throughout the whole film. I mean, the older kids should at least know some, some stuff. Yeah. They they fix up a car, but it's really unrealistic because like they're trying to like, you know, fix up this old jeep in the like yeah. old building, and like he, the older one gives the younger one like a car battery to oh, hold, yeah. and he's like, and you can, it's like you can, you shouldn't be able to hold that. No. You're no. like a, you're like you're like ten. Like what the fuck. And also, I've just thought of this as well. Okay, the battery they pull from the other vehicle. Okay. I'm pretty sure fuel, like petrol or diesel, after like a couple of years, is useless. It won't work anymore. So how the fuck does it move? Yeah, doesn't it start <laughs> to evaporate? Yeah, it, it, it's it, the fuel separates from the water, and then the fuel um, it won't mix together. So you will end up with just pouring water in your car, yeah. something like that. I know, I know, there's something about it. Which don't get me wrong. Forward thinking, it's a hydrocar. Maybe. <laughs> I mean, they, it could have been an electric car, but I don't think it was meant to be that. No. But either way it's all very it's, it's all just plot convenience crap which is just <laughs> the sign of a bad writer who doesn't know how to actually make the plot move forward without just coming up with bullshit yeah which is what he does a lot yeah i think i feel like they wanted to have that museum from the first film uh, from just from treasure park in the film but they're like oh we need a reason for why they're there like yeah you know oh like it's cool that it's there but they need to do something there so that's have them like hotwire a fucking jeep like you know it's like <laughs> the 14 year old and the 10 year old or whatever like it's just like oh my god i feel the side characters as well are literally just in it to be to be expendable at some yeah. point mm. but that doesn't have to be the case i mean you look at good horror films they develop all the characters quite well and then they kill them off anyway yeah because that's just how it happens yeah but but this is just even even like the original Friday the Thirteenth. I mean the characters aren't amazingly written, but they build them up for a little bit before they start getting killed. Mm-hmm. And as each one gets killed, the others are kind of fleshed out more as they're freaking out. And you know they just feel real. These do not feel real. They're yeah. either so over the top, badly written, uh, badly written, and the performances, which I know some of the actors are good, mm. aren't good in this. No, they're not. Yeah. Whereas you can you look at the second one, and not all of them survive, but they're more interesting characters. Yeah, like uh, yeah, Judy Greer's a really great actor actually, but in this film, in Jurassic World, I'm just like, oh, <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Like, yeah, I think yeah. Um, I think another reason I really don't like this film is it feels like the writer and directors, uh, sorry, the writers and director watched like the last five ten minutes of jurassic park and went that's what jurassic park is it's all about the dinosaurs killing people yeah never was it was always about meant to be about the majesticness of the designer the the designers of the dinosaurs what it would be like if they actually bought these creatures back how dangerous it would be to go to these islands whereas this it's all theme park oh no they escaped let's see how many different ways we can kill people with dinosaurs yeah that's what it feels like if that's nothing like Jurassic Park. And don't get me wrong, it doesn't have to be the same as Jurassic Park, but it doesn't even feel like the same like branch of films. And mm. okay, maybe that's why they called it Jurassic World rather than Jurassic Park. But 
it just it doesn't work it's so it's it, the tone of it is so off the, the entire way through the premise of the film is very ironic because it's basically <clears throat> that you know this rich guy buys the the island in the park and he basically turns it into a theme park because yeah. obviously you know you know money good you know make money off cool dinosaurs and it's like oh i wonder i wonder what i wonder who else did that with the franchise you know that's really popular that sort of faded away a few years back and was kind of fine being left alone for a bit oh wait a minute oh wait is this satire on yourselves like yeah. what the fuck it, it almost feels a bit like how the matrix resurrections was making fun of itself this feels like it's making fun of the fact that it's that kind of reboot film yeah mm. yeah the um the only good line i think in the entire film is when uh, Jake Johnson's character Lowry says to, I don't know the oh, actor, uh, but, oh, I, but the, the the other analyst that he works with. Oh, here we go. Uh, Vivian, who's played by L- Lauren Lapkus, mm-hmm. um, he says he's going to stay, and that I, I don't, he basically asks her out. I he think goes in for a kiss. Oh, he goes in she for backs a kiss away. Yeah. and says, "Oh, I have a boyfriend." Oh. <laughs> that is my favorite line of the film. It was improvised, which says oh, a no. lot. Oh. Which says an awful lot. Okay. They couldn't even do that right. <laughs> All right. Well, because the actual scripted one was when Owen and Claire kiss, and that's just again, you don't really have time for this. No. Like, you, this is. I mean, there is literally pterodactyls raining down on top of you. Yeah. And oh, uh, this is one last little thing on this film. <laughs> this is going to be my last comment. We can each have a last comment on this film before we move on to the second one. But what was with the T-Rex-headed pterodactyl? It was so fucking dumb because it didn't focus on it enough to be like, oh my God, it's a freak of nature. It, al- <laughs> <laughs> it also didn't not focus on it enough for you to go, oh, it's just another pterodactyl. Why was it there? Like, was it meant to be they'd made a mistake and mixed the pterodactyl with the T-Rex? If so, why is it just the head of the T-Rex and not the body of the T-Rex with wings? It was so yeah. fucking dumb and so pointless that it didn't need to be there. Oh, no. Oh. Anything else I hate though? this film. Ben's turn. I'm just, I'm just going to say um, it, it's, it's not it's not a good film but it's, it's at least entertaining to watch like um you know it's just like an interesting car crash um, <laughs> yeah, there's some like fun stuff about it but you should yeah there's a reason watch why drunk <laughs> yes i suggest it that's definitely a good thing mm. that should um, be your final comment i i you might disagree with me on this but i think one thing i really dislike about it is Chris Pratt is just playing a very generic action man mm-hmm. character. Mm-hmm. He's the only one who takes it serious, which would be fine in a serious film, but the tone's all over the place. So I just can't take him seriously. No. Um, I don't think that's his best acting style. No. And in the second one, he's a bit more comical, which is more reminiscent of Star-Lord and Parks and Rec. And that's what I think he is good at i think when he's playing it straight it's just i it's difficult i I don't know if it's because he's bad at acting straight or just because i'm so used to seeing him with kind of quips Mm. but the smolders it's the cliches as well like he's fixing up a bike he's making (laughs) he's he's he's, making a house he's living in the woods um he's wearing a waistcoat it feels like well it feels like they've (laughs) taken all the cliches like um, Indiana Jones and mm. Arnie from the 80s 
uh, or more maybe more Stallone, and then just like mashed it together. And it's it's something we've seen before. And the the thing I thought was good about Star Lord was I think he was quite an original character because he was that he was presented as that. Obviously, there's the opening sequence, and you think he's a hero kind of um, treasure hunter. Hmm. And then he starts acting really silly. He yeah. starts dancing around. That was what was so good about it. This is he is just vanilla in this. Yeah, mm. agreed. No flavor. Well, vanilla's a flavor. He's just the flavor of Plain. disappointment. <laughs> <laughs> uh, right, that's the first one. Uh, <laughs> that's the first one. The, the second one. Okay, uh, is definitely a better film. The tone is more consistent. It's very much. Oh, it's meant to be the... They they bought in what was missing from the first one, in the, the, maje- the majesticness of dinosaurs. They want to keep them alive. They want to save them from the island where the volcano is going off. Um, then it becomes about... The second half definitely got a bit stupid again. But the first half kind of had a an idea that it went well with for a bit. Um, and saving the dinosaurs, and then getting them on the boat, and then it all kind of falls apart. But I did feel it just turned into the Lost World. It mm. feels like they watched The Lost World and went, yeah, we can pretty much repeat that. And they did. It is almost the same plot. Because in the, in the Lost World, um, a bunch of people go to the island. They want to kidnap dinosaurs to bring them back to the mainland to then create another park. This, they all go to the island to save the dinosaurs to then bring them back and then sell them off. Yeah. Okay, it's not the exact same plot, but it's the same it's the same concept it's the same bring them back from the island and send them somewhere else yeah and it was more entertaining like the acting is a lot better the story is a lot better written the characters are a lot better a lot more animatronics and a lot less cgi um and ultimately just a more interesting premise that isn't just about hey let's see how many dinosaurs can kill people in different ways Mm, it was more about what was happening with the characters and what was happening with the dinosaurs and it kind of treats the dinosaurs as characters rather than just killing machines which is what they were in the first mm. it's still not a good film but it definitely did a better job yeah no i, I agree with that yeah it, it, it's a vast improvement from that <laughs> definitely. Yeah. i think also um there's the aspect that well i think what they should have done is have the same start because they've got this kind of ethical quandary of should we kill an extinct race well or let them die from the volcano Mm. or because they're now technically living animals creatures should we rescue them Mm. i think what would have probably been a better idea is that they go themselves to the island start bringing the dinosaurs back and then the people that are against it try to sabotage their plan and in doing so accidentally release the dinosaurs back on so it still it still sets up the next one but it's it's a more it's it's more different than the first because for various reasons we'll explain the spoilers this veers very much into the territory that the first one does near the end yeah so at least it would because i really like that kind of natural disaster uh issue of like do we or do we not save them Mm. and i think having people for and against and clashing and then the dinosaurs just escape as a result would be a better way to go about it. Yeah, right. no, that'd be yeah. good, yeah. I agree with that. But they didn't make my film, did they? No, they made fucking Colin Trevero's again. But, I mean, at least he didn't direct it the second time, so that's, that's something. True. You that can tell true. there's 
um, a lot more effort put into this film. <laughs> well, you, you can tell the characters and the acting is a lot more, like I said, it's a lot more consistent. They, they don't try and constantly chuck back and forth with Chris Pratt being a serious or goofy character. They kind of just stick in that middle ground with him. Yeah. Um, and Bryce Dallas Howard's character is very much, um, she, she's the serious character again, and she kind of actually has a cause, and it makes sense to what her character was like in the first one. Um, they the, got, their um, chemistry seems better as yeah. well. I think because it's... Because the thing... You've got... Obviously, you've got to find a line. You don't want to have too much comedy. But having two people that are in an on and off relationship, I always think it's funnier when it's funnier. So, like, right. when Harry met Sally, you've got male. They're bickering, but the, because the line... I think it helps that the writing's better because the lines are snappier and they're a bit more playful... I think that's more interesting than in the first one. It's just it's just your classic kind of her being an uptight bitch and him being mm-hmm. a kind of uh, stubborn, yeah, just a stubborn bloke. Mm-hmm. Whereas whereas in this one, there is still that to an extent, but because the writing's stronger and they're more kind of they're more almost taking the piss out of each other. Yeah. And almost taking the piss out of the characters from the first one. Maybe that's it. Because mm. they're kind of uh, self-realizing how stupid the characters were in the first one. That they're parodying it. But because I didn't like them in the first one, that makes this yeah. immediately yeah. better. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a weird, weird thing. Yeah, the dy- dynamic between the <clears throat> main characters in the second film. Vast improvement. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> I think... Um, and well, uh, I mean, the new characters as well. Yeah. Some of the new characters are actually really awesome. Like the uh, the new sort of like nerdy sciencey guy, Justice was, Smith. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Very funny. Very. Mr. Detective Pikachu. Oh yeah, like yeah. Like very just the the this film had a lot more humor in it, but like you know it, it hit pretty good. Like it <laughs> well, the jokes more landed. Na- it feels yeah. more natural humor, whereas the first yeah. one felt forced so often. Mm. Yeah, look, the first one was obviously scripted, mm. and this obviously was scripted unless stuff was improvised but i think it had a script yeah but it doesn't feel obviously written it yeah. feels like oh these these would be things people actually say and how they react so except at the beginning there's so much exposition at the beginning of this film it's unreal oh the exposition yeah, yeah. but that's Painful. that's because they want to move the plot forwards isn't but it it's, it's even things that it, it, right at the beginning when um one of the andes i can't remember the actual actor's name <laughs> rafe spool yeah who, funnily enough he's either the younger brother or son of timothy spool who oh. is uh worm tail oh, right. out of um harry potter harry potter um but yeah there, there's a bit right at the beginning where <laughs> bryce dallas howard is looking at a, a portrait of john hammond and he comes down the stairs and goes, oh, John Hammond, the legendary founder of Jurassic Park. But of course, you already knew that. And then goes into this massive explanation <laughs> of things you already fucking know. No one has come to watch Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom and not seen Jurassic Park. You don't need to do this. This is such a dumb bit. Uh, oh, I oh, hate it. <laughs> I know. I mean, there are maybe younger generations. I feel like they're young. Uh, y- 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 okay. Younger- 
generations who have if, not seen older Star Wars it, films but have still seen the new ones. But if there is people who have shown their children Jurassic World 2 but haven't shown them Jurassic Park, they're bad parents. They <laughs> yeah, get very out of true. <laughs> yeah, they should have their children taken away from but them. It, it's it's all stuff that, like, they just... It was all dialogue that was so obviously written to be like, here's a recap of the last films. It's you a bit didn't stiff, need that shit. It? Yeah. I mean, you didn't even recap the previous film, so why are you recapping yeah. one from four films ago? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Maybe they should have a scene where Bryce, uh, Howard, Bryce Dallas Howard's character Claire just like looks at the camera and it's it just stops and she goes, "You're probably wondering how I got to the film." <laughs> <laughs> Rewind. <laughs> We've put every other style in these films. Why not put some more? <laughs> yeah. <coughs> um, what do you yeah. think about um, Zia Rodriguez played by oh, let's talk a bit more about um, a little bit more about the film about well. Franklin Webb Justice Smith yeah because I thought he was great yeah and for me he's the one who reacts what I would say most realistically I think a lot of uh, people would like to imagine themselves saying one-liners and being incredibly great, brave but when faced with a dinosaur considering he's like a bloke in his 20s yeah he's like screaming his head off like a girl yeah, yeah and and kind of flustering around the place um he also feels like a realist he also feels like a, a, a proper nerd yeah like the his acting's better so it's probably the direction like the the first one the nerdy guy in oh, the control room he was like i have my t-shirt that yeah. on eBay and i have my dinosaurs that i'm gonna put on my desk whereas this one he was just a guy who acted a bit nerdy yeah which yeah. Was a bit more realistic yeah he it was more subtle so like he'd maybe overly spray himself with some bug spray mm. or he's got like bad <laughs> social skills like when he first talks to owen yeah it, it's just yeah it's definitely more realistic to what actually a mm. slightly nerdy person would be whereas the guy in the first one was just every stereotype of what people who don't know nerds or aren't nerds think nerds are yeah like, like oh yeah. i got this vintage t-shirt from ebay oh, like just and i've got my toys on the dashboard which yeah. is fucking stolen from firefly anyway <laughs> oh yeah original bastard yeah but he he's really good mm. um he's definitely i mean that they, they all have funny moments but i think he is the strongest in terms of comedy yeah he does a good job with it and i think i think overall the the cast is kept maybe slightly smaller in this one i mean don't go wrong they're kind of just repeating characters like uh i think it's ted levine who plays ken wheatley the guy who's basically the hunter guy from the lost world oh yeah um, uh, peter Postlethwaite. yeah and it, it there's less characters. So I feel there's a few more in here that feel a bit more for- forced. I mean, Vincent D'Onofrio's in the first one was just annoying. Yeah. I loved Vincent D'Onofrio, but I did feel his character was shit. Oh, it's crap. Um, but yeah, th- this one, although it's better, and although it isn't being so in your face about the... Remember the first film? It is still just copying Lost World, and I think that's almost what holds it back, which is hopefully what's going to make the third one better because the plot line that they set up for that sounds a lot more interesting <laughs> unless well, unless they fuck it up unless it does what this the uh this one did where the first 20 minutes it sets up a very interesting different plot line and, and then reverts back to let's copy the old ones let's make war dinosaurs yeah war, oh, dinosaurs. war dinosaurs are so dumb because they dino wars what? they don't oh. have fucking uh, military applications it's so stupid you have tanks a tank's gonna beat a T-Rex. 
you know? A tank wrecks. A tank wreck. And they cost more to make than a tank. So just, just make another fucking tank. <laughs> it's, it's, oh, it's hey, so dumb. Hey, Phil, Triceratops, that's like a huge, that's like a, a dinosaur tank, okay? <laughs> Except it can't shoot a- shells. <laughs> How do you know? It's Were true. you around at the time? We, they could, yeah. mo- they could modify they his the DNA. Shit out of it, yeah. <laughs> modify his DNA to have a tank like cannon. Yeah, and I hear in the third film they're going to put AK forty sevens on the Raptors. <laughs> they probably will. Yeah. Uh, I'd love that. I, this is slightly off topic, but I've just seen Jeff Goldblum's picture on IMDb, and it's amazing. Oh, it's it's classic Bloom. I'm not sure if you can see it there, Ben, but oh, it looks, is it is glorious. He's a dapper, um, cheeky chap. But yeah, I mean, I, I did enjoy this film more, um, and it, it 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 like I said, it was it had a B movie feel, whereas the first one just has a shit movie feel. Mm. Um, this was it, definitely more consistent in tone. Yeah, I think from watching this one, I am now more willing to go see the third because oh, yeah. the third one, I was like, I know Sam Neill and Jeff Goldblum are in it and all that jazz, but I still don't want to see it. And I'm sure it'll still be shit, but after that one, I'm gonna be like, all right, it might be alright. Mm. But the third one's directed by Colin Trevorrow, going and yeah. he's terrible. Yeah. So, it could be like you know. a Rise of the uh, Rise of Skywalker <laughs> situation where it's just like, oh god, they so <laughs> brought him back. Well, you look at the the latest installments of Star Wars anyway, and I think only Luke was that effectively used. Yeah, I mean, not that they were bad. Like the bits with Harrison Ford and Carrie Fisher were enjoyable, but it did kind of feel like. They were there was a lot of fuss made about bringing them back, mm. and none of them were in it really that long. Which, speaking of which, this film they do it oh. with Jeff Goldblum. Jeff Goldblum is literally, literally in it for about a minute. Mm-hmm. He's in right at the beginning, talking about whether or not they should save the dinosaurs, and then at the end he has a bit of monologue over the top. Yeah. That's it. The trailers made it look like he was in like half the film. I think I did read somewhere that he said in an interview that. They're gonna have. They're actually gonna be involved quite a bit in the new well, the, one. I think the third one, they're like main characters. Yeah, is exactly. What I've been reading it as, um, which almost sounds like that could be a problem in a sense, because then you're gonna push away the characters that you have been following for three films. It's a Not lot to do in one film, isn't it? Yeah. To bring back the old cast, mm. which is is something that a lot of films have been are trying to do recently, and some of them get it right. Spider Man being a key example. Some of them get it terribly wrong. And it feels like it's going to be one of those terribly wrong ones, mm. you know. You never know; they might make sort of um, uh, Claire and Owen, yeah, the main Owen. characters, and then like Have maybe like maybe the original cast be sort of side characters, you know. I think moments. I think um, Zia Rodriguez might be in the next one. Who? Uh, Dan- Daniela Pin- Pin- Pineda. Pineda is that the vet? Yeah, the, she's the vet. Yeah. Oh, I think right, she right. might be in the next one. I'm not sure about she's Justice Smith. Yeah. She's really good. She's, I mean, she's hilarious. Anyway, she's a yeah. She's hilarious in Cow- Cowboy Bebop. She's such a good. Yeah, actor. she is good. Yeah. And she, she, her humor in this, although I don't think she's played as much for laughs as Franklin, mm. her humor is like Cowboy Bebop, where she's sarcastic and dry. Yeah, I uh, quite like that. Also, she's both of them. Although they do have kind of their own panic attacks and freakouts. When they need to be capable, they are capable. Mm. Like he's good at hacking, good at using computers. Yeah. Um, and does kind of like, you know, actually, there's moments where he does step up. Yeah. And and she's the same. So, 
they feel like you know like with the like with Jurassic Park they're not those two characters aren't really well equipped like Owen mm. but they they use what they can mm. and they start to kind of learn how to defend themselves and get out of situations yeah, yeah. well we've, we've been going for longer than what well, well, it's, it was always. You gotta even speak episode. properly. I can't. Spit it out, Phil. So we'll kind of bundle the actors together in a minute, but just for on the second one, cinematography and music. What oh, do yes. you think? Um, I want to say the the cinematography in the second film is actually quite nice. Like there are yeah. some really nice shots, especially there's towards a, the end. As well. There's a really particularly nice shot where um, there's like an underwater shot, and there's characters swimming up into the, like the light, and it's like really actually quite. It was quite stunning. I was like, that's a really nice shot. The bit with the gyro ball, the one shot was quite cool as well. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. Um, just generally the sort of you know chaos of the volcano erupting and all the dinosaurs running around is really good. Sort of like filmmaking there in general, like mm. just it looks really cool. You know, tense. Um, yeah, yeah. There are more memorable shots for mm. sure. Yeah. Um, and I think it's because it's it, in, in an odd way. I think this more homage to Spielberg's style of filming films than the the, the previous one does mm. because Spielberg has obviously had a mixed career mainly does action but he always has this element of horror so yeah. obviously the first Jurassic Park and Jaws and I felt that this did a better did a homage to that some of the bits near the end with the use of shadow and lighting, like lightning lighting, which yeah. is, mm-hmm. um, and like reflections. There were some really nice reflection shots where yeah. you'd see people through display cabinets or um, it really had the feel of a horror. Although I knew it was never going to be scary, mm. it it made it feel like, like if you just turned it on. In fact, the one of the times I did watch this with a group of people, <laughs> one of the people I w- was with was screaming and jumping at mm. moments. <laughs> From what? <laughs> I guess because it was tense. What a baby. Tense and, and um, yeah, yeah, suspenseful. Also, the CGI was quite CGI uh, was, a lot better because yeah. you were saying how uh, Phil in the in dress in the first film how like you can like they're quite shiny and that yeah. the lighting wasn't really working with the CGI. Shots. But in this one, uh, especially in these sort of more tense like darker nighttime shots. You can see like the lighting on the they they, they really worked well like uh, well on the lighting in regards to the CGI because it actually blended well together and yeah. looked quite convincing. Um, and because they use animatronics quite a bit in this one, the the blending is a lot more natural yeah. as well. So they did a good job there. Also, like you said, and <coughs> classically done in the first film, remember that scene where Grant and I think it's Tim. Oh, Grant and the kids running and all those long-necked ones start yeah. running mm-hmm. alongside yeah. them. Because you were saying about the fast motion, yeah. it's hard it's to hard detect. It's to see that they're CGI. When they're running away from the volcano, you have that aspect. Mm. And you also have this, like a lot of cloud ash and smoke. Yeah, mm. so they, they hide it they with hide things it. that should be in the scene. Yeah. So it makes sense. Yeah. Um, music, I didn't notice it in this one, so it must have done a better job than the first one. <laughs> I I noticed it in a good way with the the horror sequence there, there was some quite creepy music mm, yeah unsettling yes, music um and the kind of the sound effects were better as well <coughs> like the water bit had had good kind of audio 
like yes. when the the water's filling up. Oh, and the cinematography in the in the gyro ball yeah. was yeah, a yeah. one shot, and then it's got really good sound because it obviously sound Dipping distorts. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That was very well done. Um, I liked it a lot. Yeah, like <coughs> the sound design and music was a lot better in this one. Um, like I said, me, for me, music should always blend nicely with the shots, or it should be noticeable noticeable in a good way like in something like the batman movies or in interstellar for example the music is impressive it shouldn't stand out and be annoying or distracting like it was in Jurassic world one or the first amazing spider-man film mm. which is always an example i like to use oh god yeah i hate, I hate <laughs> music in that film when it's shrill and just oh. like it's distracting then you know it's not good it's not good music <laughs> what well, did you what did you guys think of Sir Benjamin yourself. No. no. What did you yeah, think of the actual Sir Benjamin Lockwood Lockwood played by oh, what's his name? Oh, he's a well known actor. I'll get him up quick. He um he's in Oh yeah, uh, James Cromwell. That's it, yeah, he's in Babe Pignacy. He's in oh, yeah. iRobot. He's in American Horror Story as well. Um, he's in everything. He, yeah. I Yeah, he's no, that was really good casting actually. Mm. Um that was a really cool cause like uh with Hammond that's obviously um can't think of his name. Richard um, Attenborough. Richard, Richard Attenborough, Attenborough yeah. a, a fantastic actor in general. And I feel like those two are of the same class, uh, of the same generation of actors, because they're obviously like quite a lot older. But like, I don't know. He, he was a re- yeah, that was a really good casting choice. Actually, I was very surprised to see him just crop him. I was like, oh, oh, it's him. Mm. The only thing I didn't understand when I first watched it, I could be wrong. Maybe they mentioned it in Lost World. I don't remember him ever being talked about in the other films. No, he isn't. That's uh, uh, something that people complain about. He's, he's yeah, never just, ever mentioned anywhere else. So I why hate is it he when they proper? do that in films. When they're like, oh, he was the real guy behind it all and worked with... Um, Deus Ex Machina, isn't yeah, it? Uh, yeah. yeah, and worked with... Uh, what's, his, what's Richard Attenborough's character's name? John Hammond. John Hammond. Hammond. Well, John Hammond's like... So why, was in the last mentioned? four films, was he never mentioned? Yeah. It... it it's lazy writing that they were trying to replace. I bet you, if Richard Hammond was still alive, he would have played that character. Oh yeah, he would, it would have been him, yeah. like you know, with an old, just him yeah. older and sort of with a grandkid um, or whatever. But like in terms of acting on as a whole, we, we we haven't really got time to go into every character. But the first one's acting is very stilted. The second one's a lot better. Yeah, yeah. The definitely. characters flow. The characters flow a lot better, and they actually have personalities. Whereas the first one, they're all just one note. Even the dinosaurs have more personality yeah. in the second film. Like there exactly. are just some hilarious moments of the dinosaurs. Like there's the one with the big egg head, like the oh, yeah. that's charging oh, yeah. people, like <laughs> running into them and knocking them all over the place. No, like, like the people like going <laughs> the 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 original T Rex gets like a lot of like funny moments where like you know it's sleeping and kind of like bumping Chris Pratt around. Oh yeah, sort of just you know just little moments like that like it, it it it's it's not a lot more of a joy to watch because they do that the dinosaurs feel more real mm. in this one like you 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 know in the in jurassic world you, they don't you know they might have some cool fight scenes but they don't never f- have any character yeah there's no personality no but in this one they sort of you know injected in- that a bit more into them interesting thing with owen grady's character development as well is for me, they make him more human by making him more funny because there's you could maybe argue they go overboard with it. I don't think they do, but even if they do, it's still a more realistic person because yeah. people aren't like the own Grady in the first one. 
that they've got different sides to their personality. Mm. He's got a bit more cheekiness in this one. He's got a bit more kind of dark humor and stuff that makes him feel like an actual person. Mm. Yeah. But ironically, he kicks more ass in this film as well. Yeah. Even though he's less presented as an action hero. And the case in point being, there's a brilliant one shot, and you mentioned it was like uh, Old Boy Ben, didn't you? Oh, yeah. And, and he like some of the hits he does are just <laughs> oh, fucking yeah, awesome the, just... in the party yeah and, well, the how party, does he punch that guy it's he, he goes like um diagonal uppercut yeah he's yeah like, and then he runs he like charges another guy yeah. and like jump knocks him out yeah and it's yeah there's some good human fight well i mean i think that's the only human fighting scene but it's well done yeah mm. it stood out to me that scene because it was like the first time in any of the films where there was like a bunch of people fighting like there was a mm. big fist yeah. fight in there he was running alongside the cage and the, and the camera was panning and he was just like beating the crap out of people and I was just like, what the hell? Like, that, this is random, but this is cool. Like, <laughs> you know, it's got, it's done a good action sequence well when you go, oh, yeah. When someone yeah, gets hit. Definitely. And yeah. there was like Multiple gravitas to his hits. It was and, good. Yeah. They probably watched John Wick and was like, can we get like a John Wick scene in there? Just <laughs> like, you know. Yeah. And he kicked some guys well right in the chest, I think. That was good. <laughs> Nice. I like that a bit. Where he kicks you right in the solar it. plexus. Um, <laughs> I will say, although the second one is better than the first, there's still so many dumb moments that are all kind of spoilers, which we'll go into in a oh, second. Oh, yeah. There'll be um, a, a dumb zone. But, yeah. There, there we go. The spoiler slash dumb zone. That's what well, I think all the, most of the spoilers are dumb yeah. because it's they're all kind of related to that mm. yeah. area of storytelling. But uh, unless you two have anything last to say on Fallen Kingdom before we move on to spoilers and our our other special guest it's almost a good film but the go, go in with the dumb bits <laughs> the dumb bits do let it down so i can see why people don't like it i don't understand understand why people don't like it as much as the first because i do think the stuff that it does well it does well yeah um yeah the it's a lot better than the first um definitely still has a lot of flaws um and claws the, <laughs> <laughs> Why am I here? <laughs> and um, we've got a gun here. And like, we're, well, this my last point really is that like, uh, very interesting the setup for the third film, but also kind of worried for the third film. Yeah, but, yeah, that's my thoughts. Amen. It has potential to be good or bad. Yeah, or definitely. Both. Yeah. Uh, for me, yes, definitely better than the first one. Maybe because I had so low expectations for it, it I just went in with nothing. Um, which always helps. Didn't with Matrix. Didn't with Matrix, no. Although Matrix, the trailer's got me a tiny bit like, oh, this could be good. Mm. That was never good. Um, it's more intelligently written. The storyline isn't quite as stupid, although it does get stupid, and that's where the film falls apart. The acting is better. Cinematography is better. Generally, a better film, but it's still a long way to go if it wants to even come close to the original films and it still feels completely unnecessary yeah i mean that's the, the problem is i don't think it will ever be that good a film well i don't know it, it's they they had a really tricky task whoever wasn't involved <laughs> in the first one because they've got to continue certain things mm. yeah. whereas if you take something like mad max it's a pretty solid series of films apart from free free is stupid oh, God. Yeah. but bad film. because the fury road was the first reboot he could completely 
work from what he wanted. Yeah. Whereas this, they've got to improve on the first one and they can only do so much. Yeah. Also, do we really need five dinosaur films or five Jurassic films? Yeah. Like, I don't know if it, you get to a point where you exhaust stuff. Yeah. Maybe someone, I could be wrong, maybe someone could write a really good sequel to a bad sequel, but... Mm. It's I mean, tough. Yeah, I mean, we're coming up to six now, but bear in mind there are like eleven Star Wars films. So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> It'll get rebooted again in ten years. Oh, good lord! Um, but right before we go on to our mystery guest, I am going oh, to yeah. say the Jurassic World, the first one, gets the absolutely coveted that damn film show seal of disapproval. <laughs> the second one doesn't get it, but Jurassic World one definitely does. Bad movie, wouldn't recommend watching it unless you're drunk or high, in which case you might get some enjoyment out of it. Or you're around <laughs> a bunch of other people who want to take the piss out of it like mm. I did. Yeah. Um, but that's it. Uh, mystery guest time. I'm nowhere near the curtain, so Ben's going to have to do it. Ben, do you want to pull that per- curtain do across? Do you know the protocol? So just pull it across, because we've got to reveal them. There we go. Right, and... Uh, reveal it! That belongs in a museum! So do you! Thank you. Thank you very much. Mystery guest. Oof. Oh. First time with a mystery guest, Ben. How did it feel? It's, I felt quite honoured, actually. Quite privileged. <laughs> you got very, to see the curtain. Very, yeah, I know. I'm very happy that I did that. <laughs> it's, like, it's like Christmas came a little later for me. <laughs> <but> <laughs> there you go. Uh, but thank you for listening. And thank you for joining us, Ben. Before we go into spoiler section, anyone who doesn't want to hear spoilers will be leaving us oh, now. Oh, yeah. So but, uh, thank you for listening to three hosts. Indeed. Thank you for having me. <laughs> it's been a pleasure listening to Phil like rant for like two hours. <laughs> it's not like I it's hear been, this. It's uh, been an hour 20. Okay. Not, well, it feels like it's been longer, Phil. <laughs> <laughs> okay. On to spoilers. No more than five to ten minutes of this because this has gone on for a while. First one. I mean. <laughs> just shaking it's your just, head. The Indominus Rex is fucking stupid. <laughs> like the pilot guy was like, "Oh, I'm gonna use uh, let's let's not use the minigun because it costs twenty seven million dollars, mate. It's already escaped. Just you're gonna have to kill it or you're gonna have to put it to sleep. <laughs> Go get your gun and shoot the fucking thing. So we just let him. <laughs> I'll be here for a while. Yeah. We'll just leave and go and, and then, have a drop. Oh, it's so stupid. It's so dumb. It's so dumb. And then it's overly gratuitous because they just kill everything in really graphic ways. And I, I, I have no, nothing wrong with no, nothing wrong with the graphic film. But Jurassic World shouldn't be graphic. A Jurassic Park film shouldn't be graphic. The ending is really oh the fucking ending with the raptor, and the, T-Rex. <laughs> the raptor and the T Rex take on the Adonimus or whatever it's fucking called Rex. And then after they've killed it, they're like cheers mate and then just walk off in opposite directions <laughs> no the t-rex would have either chased and tried to kill the raptor or well no that's the only option because they're <laughs> fucking animals they wouldn't just go oh mate you know got respect for you now um, you know we're, we're all good we're all good we took him down you know, we're, we're all good that's not that's not how that's not how animals work yeah because in the first <laughs> that's one, the only spoiler <laughs> in the first one the t-rex and the raptors the t-rex attacks the raptors because they're prey to yeah. him right yeah and the the Grant and the kids and leg it. Ham, Hammond and Malcolm and Ellie, they all just leg it. Yeah, so that's the way it should be, and drive off. Like they don't stick around to go. Thanks to Max. Um, and there are so many scenes in this one as well where Bryce Dallas Howard's like, oh, "I'm gonna roll up my sleeve and turn the thing up." What? <laughs> <laughs> also, it's controversial, but 
although it's impressive that she ran around in heels and because yeah. because like um chris uh, Locken for terminate three i think she did it as she well did, yeah. mm. as impressive because you do have to train for it build up your leg muscles or that sort of thing it does feel stupid because yeah, it's unnecessary she's she's on a massive island where she's constantly going down dirt paths she would not wear high heels she'd wear boots no and it feels Dumb. it feels uh, like a contradiction that it's trying to be feminist that she can run in heels yeah. but it's also like she's presented as a kind of floundering woman running around in heels yeah whereas the second one they don't do that she's in boots and she's dressed more appropriately yeah like i think there is a bit of a kind of glamification of her in the first one like she looks suitably sweaty but <laughs> but it's also kind of like she doesn't <laughs> say sorry that. i can't <laughs> get over the the no, term we suitably sweaty <laughs> <laughs> what the actual fuck uh, that's a brand new uh phrase you've invented there if you the... get merchandise do you want to put that on the suitably t-shirt sweaty. Well, she was like, suitably sweaty well i'm not making enough money from my crime book so i might move into <laughs> Uh, erotica ebooks Aww. and the first one will be suitably sweaty <laughs> <laughs> any any spoilers for the first one you do want to mention oh, i don't know actually i mean um i think it was the whole premise of the indominus rex escaping the the pen oh, was stupid God. how how like when they realize like oh it's not in there and then bro- <laughs> and then claire she dr- she drives her car where is she driving to anyway but she's in her car and she's calling up the control center like oh like it's gotten out and they're like no, no it hasn't it's still in the pen and she's like oh no and get him she, out of there and then she's driving back around and meanwhile chris pratt you know like owen's in in the pen with the stupid security guard oh. and and the other dude and it's like like that was so such an unnecessary what where did she where was she going mm. was she like trying to chase it down with her fucking <laughs> mercedes benz like that was dumb as fuck um yeah, I, I can't really think of anything else, but that that really annoyed me actually. It's, it's just that that scene with when when it escapes is so incredibly stupid. Like for for starters, the fact that like it breaks the, the way wall. it gets out yeah. is it fits in between the gap and the the wall and the door. Yeah. But it breaks the door, which and means the it could have and the wall, so it could have ran out the whole time. <laughs> yeah. So <laughs> what? <laughs> like yeah. it doesn't make any sense. It's just us. Oh, so stupid i think the main spoiler issue which i found annoying the first time as well when i watched it why is bd wong now evil oh, yeah, yeah. yeah why is he suddenly turning into i can't even remember what his I, name I, is uh what is it woo well henry woo i think that's the only way they thought they could write his character into it because obviously mm. they they needed to have some sort of like connection to the original film so it's like okay let's find an actor who was is willing to do this who we don't have to pay absolute yeah. millions to to and it's like i guess like their only way of getting him to write his character in was to obviously have him you know work, orchestrating it. yeah work on a new dinosaur but and then i don't know if they wanted to do that though there should have been a scene or there should have been a transition because he's not been in any of the other films since the first right right yeah so that's a gap of bloody hell like almost 30 years right so where is the where is the evidence that he's changed evil you need to show that yeah you need to explain why because in the first film he's genuinely interested in dinosaurs and he's just a bit of a, a geeky scientist i mean you could argue that he might not necessarily be evil in, in Jurassic world it's just that he 
is ambitious and wants to push the boundaries because there is a yeah. there is a scene in in Jurassic World where um, the 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 new park owner is talking to him like you know oh why did you make it so powerful like why is it so strong and he's like well you told me to make it like better stronger and I quote cooler hmm. and it's like I I, I don't know I, he doesn't strike me as like evil because I mean. Uh, is it fine to go into the spoilers of the yeah, second yeah, so film as well? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, but like in the second film, in the auction scene where they're trying to sell the Prototype. other new new dinosaur, the, the that something wrapped the endo endo wrapped, yeah, fucking stupid. As um, well. and and they're you know they're just trying to show it off, but then people start bidding and they're like, oh shit, that's just set it, I guess. And then he goes up and he's like, wait, this is just a prototype. If this gets in the wrong hands, so he's not. I wouldn't say he's necessarily evil. Evil. He is painted as a as a like antagonist but you know mm. like i guess maybe his ambition has just gotten the better of him and maybe just you know but then they should show that yeah, yeah. I, you, you are right because i'm just assuming at this point I'm, yeah exactly i'm probably just but no i see what you mean yeah though. like yeah. He's, he's not yeah he's not like um milf from the second one <laughs> he's, uh, Mills. he's not like mills from the second one where he's because now we're in spoiler we can i mean to be honest with that that was one other thing with fallen kingdom it's predictable it's obvious from the first scene the oh, first he time he came down guy. the steps yeah. yeah yeah i mean anyone who starts off with exposition is normally evil yeah. yeah or starts off on the top of a staircase and interrupts someone looking at a painting like oh yes hello hello like <laughs> oh hello ominous person like oh yeah that's a fucking bad guy right yeah there. yeah <laughs> um and for this sure. is a spoiler for the second the, the, that's kind of all the spoilers for the first but another spoiler for the second is why is the daughter, the granddaughter, a fucking clone? Oh, stupid! Has, it's so stupid, stupid because so... a the reason they they're in the original uh, Jurassic Park stuff they're not they're not actually clones, are they? They they're like they take the DNA from the mosquito, which has dinosaur DNA in it, and they're able to blend it with the DNA of other animals to make dinosaurs. They're not necessarily clones, is that right? I could oh, be wrong. On that. Shrug. I mean, it is. I, I, I guess they just wanted to. Yeah, I, I guess they just thought, hey, let's put human cloning yeah. in this as well. Like, but what? <laughs> I actually, to be fair, it, it, I remember in the first one, it is actually cloning. But what was the significance of her being a clone? It had no impact yeah, exactly. on the story. It was pointless. So, it, like, well, it was supposedly because he lost uh, Lockwood, lost his but daughter. That, that's not like even a major plot point in the film. It's not like something it focuses on. Yeah, no, I guess know? there's no Ugh. significance to that because stupid. Yeah, like it, I, I thought it was really weird. Actually, I was just like, wait a minute. So it's a clone of his daughter. So it's kind of like his daughter. <laughs> yeah, he's like he's like eighty odd, and she's like nine. I'm like. Mm. Mm. Weird. it's also too much to fit in one film like yeah i feel like a story about a cloned person should just be a story about a, a cloned, cloned person because that's quite a big thing to deal with mm. oh yeah like films um uh like uh, what's it called the sixth day where arnie's cloned oh, the yeah. whole film is about human clones and ca- and, and a character uh, the main character who's been cloned and doesn't know that i it's silly it's a silly film in places but i think the six days got some really good interesting kind of scientific discourse and a, right. a very good premise but that's a whole two-hour film yeah yeah you don't want to just tape it onto the end of a dinosaur yeah because um the the girl that plays that character she's she was actually pretty good man she was, yeah um, she played pretty she, well. she she was she acted quite well it was just 
the character was written a bit poorly. In the, yeah. Well, you know, at, at that point, like, you know, when it got to that point, I was like, well, that was an unnecessary plot point. I think the only reason they really chucked her in that film was because, I mean, my assumption was, was at the end she was in the car with them as they were driving around this like new world of dinosaurs oh like, yeah she's i think she's shown in the my place. assumption is that i guess they've like adopted her now or something like, i guess like that's you know yeah so gonna turn out in the third film that she starts kind of morphing into a dinosaur <laughs> oh, God, it's like she's dino thing. girl <laughs> yeah um, i mean they might flesh out her story more in a third film but that is so, there's so much to probably cover in that third film that She's a Mesiosaurus. <laughs> she is, a, yeah, she is a dinosaur. She just, yeah. Yeah, they could, the thing is about that as well, if if they just had it, they could have kept her as the, a granddaughter, for example, yeah. of the mum who died. And it would have had the exact same thing. Exact same thing, because you need, you, to be fair, you kind of need her to break into the downstairs area mm. to overhear what Milf is saying. <laughs> Mills, I'm sorry, <laughs> what Mills is saying. And she's kind of, I I like films where kids are kind of exploring things and like doing what they shouldn't. Yeah. It's it's kind of a good not not that <laughs> way. God's sake. What's <laughs> wrong with you Karen. two? I wasn't even thinking that, but I was just laughing at Phil's reaction. <laughs> but you you know what I mean? Yeah. Just like you know, being a little kind of detective. Yeah. And she's quite resourceful apart from one point where she comes into bed that's stupid oh, dumb oh, yeah. but and then chris pratt climbs in with her which sounds even creepier <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what? He, he goes into the bed with her when blue comes in just starts, so reading, just, yeah. just starts reading her a book while there's two dinosaurs <laughs> yeah floating. yeah and he's like and they all lived happily ever after. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then i suppose the only other spoiler is is all the dinosaurs escape and now they're free in whatever city they were in which like you were saying earlier ben it's a very interesting prospect which could either be executed very very well or very badly yeah i just i don't want the new film to be an army against shooting dinosaurs or like you know i don't want it don't want it to be a bloodbath yeah i just don't want it to be like you know like yeah u.s military (laughs) u.s military like let's go let's kill dinosaurs hoorah like i get i get which i get the feeling it might be yeah Yeah, yeah, if it's written as badly as the first one, and it will be the that. And Contravera's directing, so that is yeah. a good thing. Well, maybe he's learned. Maybe he'll learn, but maybe, maybe. but maybe. probably not. But anyway, I think that's pretty much it. Our longest podcast yet, but there was three of us, and we did two two films. Oh, so we I did a pretty good job. I think we we've covered right. quite yeah. a lot. An hour and thirty three minutes. That's not too bad. Yeah. Not yeah. Too... Any final comments before we sign off? Nice bit of Dino discourse. <laughs> hey, uh, don't watch two. Jurassic World films in a row. So <laughs> it's painful. It's not a good idea. Yeah. Uh, don't don't watch the don't watch the first one because it's shit, and the second one's all right. Just, but just watch both... the second one with no context. Yeah. Uh, but they're both you unnecessary. You could actually watch the second one without watching the first one. Is good? Because but they reintroduced. Then again, Owen you and wouldn't Claire. know why the park is destroyed. Who cares? It's true. <laughs> but ultimately... Maybe they're just trying to rescue dinosaurs. Wait, hold on. Here's one. Right. What have you just watched? the first Jurassic Park film and then watch Jurassic World 2. <laughs> <laughs> it would kind of fit. That would make sense because the park shuts down, doesn't it? Yeah. Uh, or, <laughs> yeah boy. or better yet, just don't watch either of them because they're both not really that good a film. The second one's better but I wouldn't recommend watching it. You have to slog through the first one to get to the second yeah. one. The second one is... the I basic, say it's good. Basically, the second one serves as a remedy to the first one. Slightly. <laughs> um... So 
if used in that way, you could watch both of them. But you could save yourself a lot of hassle and not watch yeah, either. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> well, anyway, thank you for listening. Thank you. We've got one thank more episode this season. Oh God! Is, no. This is one of my most hated films. This is my most hated. This is Dan's most hated film. Yeah. So prepare yourself for that one. So I will be. Wait, 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 wait! Hang on. No, Star Wars Christmas Special is your most hated, right? Yeah, but up until that point, it was Space Jam Two. No, I always hated Kingdom of Crystal. Kingdom of Crystal Scott over Space Jam Two. Yeah, because the thing is, Space Jam One. I do like, but it's not. I don't hold it as one of my favorite films. No, but the Indiana's. You the did. Indiana Jones trilogy, the second's the weakest by far. Apart from Ford. But, well, if I'm just talking about the trilogy because Ford doesn't exist. <laughs> <laughs> but two is a bit weak compared to the other two. But as a trilogy, it's, it's so tight. Mm. It works so well. Hold and on. they have to make another fucking. If Ford doesn't exist, then how are you going to do a podcast next week? I know. Ah, <laughs> loophole. Welcome anyway. to the Downton Files, where mysterious things happen. I thought uh, <laughs> we'd bring back a classic for our sign-off this week, because we oh, haven't yeah. done it in ages, and I did hear a clip of it when uh, I was going through the podcast stuff the other week. So uh, I think before, should... before you do it, uh-huh. thank you, Ben, for Oh, yes, Ben, us. thank you. Thank you for joining us. You're it's, welcome. It's been, it's been nice having a, I'm sure uh, we'll, a guest. We'll at least get him on next season as well. Sure I like that. For, for Ben well, there, done that. Yeah, yeah once seen, a season. Once seen a season. the film of it. And, you know... As I as I've said earlier, um, the the podcast that I, I I do with my friend Kurt, hopefully maybe we can get him on it as well. Maybe yeah. we can get like four people. It'll be fucking Ooh. havoc. I mean, we just had a threesome. Might as well get an orgy on the go. <laughs> <laughs> Lots of basting. Oh, <laughs> that's come out. That's an in joke that we can't discuss. <laughs> <laughs> oh th- wait, that reminds dirty. me. The joke that Chris Pratt said. Yes. I, we have to we have mention to that. It. The Fallen Kingdom, uh, the second Great Jurassic line. World film. Uh, he <laughs> says to Bryce Dallas Howard when he runs off and he's going to try and be a hero. He goes, just remember. No, no, no. She says before. What does she say? Oh, shit. What does she say? Uh, be careful. Be careful. And he so, goes, and if I don't come back, just remember. You, you made, made me, me come. come. <laughs> <laughs> and he smiles. He smiles. Uh, and the the... Uh, it's a bit of a spoiler, but the the bit where he's been tranked and the lava's coming towards oh, him is totally ludicrous, but it's very <laughs> it's funny. funny. Very funny. Um, anyway, yes, the sign-off I was going to suggest is our classic one. Remember what we did in season one and two? No. You say get out really violently. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought we could all do it together. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, same time, same it's time. Me or same no, we all say get out together. So on three, we'll say get out. Well, after three, so one, two, three, get out. Got it? Okay. One, two, three. Get, Get out! out!